Hello and welcome to CBS Radio Mystery Theater from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Radio Mystery Theater presents... politic, like ticks on a dog or slugs on a fallen tree. They are the dregs of humanity, the terrorists, and worst of all, the assassins. There is no excuse for their existence, and yet this tiny tale of the dog threatens the existence of all of us. And in our tortured world, their number multiplies. If you hurt my wife in any way, I swear I'll get her! You too, lady. I warned you. Both of you. Turn around again, four eyes. My glasses, you knocked them off. You won't be needing them. Turn around. Please. Please, Jerry, do what he says. Our mystery drama, A Shocking Affair, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Ian Martin and stars Joe Silver and Patricia Elliott. I'll be back shortly with Act One. Few of us in our protected world have ever come face to face with the subculture of violence that rocks it more and more violently day by day. We can give thanks to our lucky stars that we are not citizens of the lands beyond the Iron Curtain or the countries in ferment in Central America. Most of us are lucky enough to have escaped the hijacker, the burglar. But if we had to face the violent criminal, how would we handle it? Pardon, Senor. Oh, it's okay. Hey, uh, you dropped your book. Here. Oh, thank you. He's an interesting book, the fountain. Uh-huh. I haven't read it. Um, where is the fountain? Oh, it is not a real fountain like the one in the plaza. Uh-huh. It is, a, what you say, a conception. Ah, uh, well, it's not my speed, then. Wait, forgive me for being clumsy. What's all right, chum? The senor is very generous. A pleasure to meet you. Mm-hmm. See you around. It could not be too soon for me. Muchas gracias. Hasta la vista. Same to you. Plaza. Okay, Bob. I'll follow right on your tail. Hey, waiter. Check, please. Don't look around, Simon. I know you're there. This is no place to talk. I know, senor. We go into the park. When I rise, you wait. Then follow. I've been through all this before, amigo. You are sure you were not trailed? I wasn't born yesterday. Can I trust you? I was not thought out. All right, let's go. We can't talk here on the bench. Mm. Okay, I'll buy it. 
It's open enough and deserted. You bring the money. Here in this paper bag, the money. Mm-hmm. 25000 See. Si. Unmarked bills, broken serial numbers. This money has been well laundered. You'd better be. Well, you can't be sure. You have not asked me about the down payment. I checked my bank in Geneva. They have your deposit. If they didn't, I wouldn't be here. Of course. Now, the second hundred thou had better be there as fast. Once I deliver. The second hundred thousand will be paid. And promptly. Once you deliver. You can count on that. Now, uh, who do I take out? General Ferdinando Albenis. Yeah? Who is he? He is the leader of the insurgents of El Portabel. That little Central American banana republic? You insult my country. All right, all right. How am I going to recognize this joker I'm going to waste? I have pictures of him, blow-ups. You can study them. Here. Okay. Now, when does he get here? Tomorrow night. Where does he land? We don't know what airport. Security will be very tight. Hmm. Where's he headed? To a house on Fifth Avenue. You know his route there? No. Mm-hmm. Then what? There will be two days of conferences at the house. And then he returns to El Portabel. Under the same heavy security, huh? No advance plan. That is right. So we have to take him at the Fifth Avenue house? I would think. Now, you just let me do the thinking, huh? We got anybody inside that house? Only me, senor. Yeah? What's your function there? I'm a footman, a sort of uh, valet to the general. My uncle, who, the man who owns the house, has made for me a, a job to make a living. Yeah. But he is a small man next to me. He is a traitor, and I am not. Yeah, yeah, well... When General Ife is plotting with my uncle and other refugees like him to take over the country again by force of money and foreign arms, it is not to be permitted. Okay, okay, amigo. Let's just cut the political junk, huh? For me, this is strictly a job. You pay me, give me your cooperation, I get it done. Okay? I need some things. Such as? The layout of that Fifth Avenue mansion. In particular, the rooms where the general will be living. See, I can't get you that. Transportation? Well, can't you use cabs? Ah, no. New York cabbies have long memories. Oh, transportation will be provided. I can do that myself. Tomorrow is my day off. Good. I can phone you wherever you are. Huh? Negative. Nothing direct till I know my skirts are clean. Then how do I get in touch with you? Give me a number. I can't risk you calling me where I am. Okay. You call me, I'll give you a number. I want to hear from you by 8 tomorrow morning. What is the number? 555-8794. So, what is it? It's a public phone booth. I just took time to check. If I don't hear from you then, the deal is off. Just ask for Mill. Got it. I have the floor plans. Mm. You got transportation? Si, senor. Great. You pick me up at Frank's Breakfast Bar, 61st and 9th. Well, <laughs> they make pretty good eggs here, huh? 
Uh, you want to join me? No, the coffee is enough. Okay, okay. Let's see the floor, Pamela. Then we'll make our own. I don't see any other way, but drive around the block again. You could perhaps use the roof. No, no, no chance. Angle's wrong, too high. You gotta be somewhere lower down. But the rest of the block is private houses. I kind of be in the apartment building facing the back of the Fifth Avenue mansion. Could you not use the park? Well, how am I going to make a stake out there? I know the angle's bad. The shades are always drawn. But that balcony in the back of the house, that looks secluded. If you get our pigeon out there, he's a dead duck. I can't get him there. I serve him breakfast tomorrow. He likes the fresh air. But uh, how can you get into the apartment house for your steakhouse? You just leave that to me, amigo. If there's a way, I'll find it. Hello? Hey, don't tell me. First shot. Sam Shane? Who is this? Nobody. Milfram? Not you again. That's the way it goes, Sam. You don't run out on your past. Now, what's a senior partner in a big law firm like yours doing answering the phone? I guess I'm going to be sorry I did. This is a private line. What do you want, Mill? I'll let you off easy this time, Sam. An apartment building. 4260 Madison. Any apartments vacant on the 6th, 7th, or 8th floors? How would I know? Oh, you got the connections. I expect you to let me know by three this afternoon. How long do you think you can keep squeezing me, Mel? The rest of your life. If you want one. Otherwise, I could turn okay. you in for... Okay, you got me where you want me. Now, how do I get back to you? You don't. I'll call back at this number three o'clock sharp. You better be there. <laughs> Two six oh Madison. What are you doing, Judy? I'm just labeling all the baggage, Jerry. Why do we have to label them? Can the cruise people provide all that junk? Sure. All kinds of stickers about where we're going and the name of the ship and the cabin number. Just nothing about where we come from. Supposing our baggage got lost on the way home. Solid thinking. There's only one hitch. What? Well, even if they could read the numbers on Madison Avenue, which are pretty squiggly, what is a pila? Or whatever that squidge is. <laughs> Apartment 7A, dummy. Put your glasses on. Why don't I stop trying to kid myself? I have to wear these things all the time. Why not? The ones with the horn rims? And what's the matter with the gold rims? I thought they made me sort of, you know, distinguished. So do the horn rims, but in them you look sexy, too. You're only trying to teach me to live with my infirmities. Oh, some infirmities. Stop making mountains. Ah, it's just that they're easier to see than molehills. Oh. Nothing vacant, Sam? Nope. The building is rented solid. Mm. You said you had a building plan there? Yeah, right on my desk. Now, take a look. Do all the apartments have western exposures? Now, why would you want to know... Forget it. I don't want to know. Let's see. No. Just the A, the C, and the D lines. Uh-huh. Anything else? Yeah. 
Now, just forget we ever had these talks. Brother, they're forgotten. And that I called you. I wouldn't kid you. I'd give my left arm to think you never would again. <laughs> That's my buddy. Who knows? Maybe I never will. But, uh, don't count on it. Well, senor. No dice. No empty apartments. Eh. Now what? Well, maybe your general has a charmed life. If I can't find a spot... Wait a minute. Cool it, cool it. See there? There's a man and a woman coming out of the front door of that apartment building with a lot of baggage in. See, the doorman's going down to the corner looking for a cab. <laughs> well, what do you know, senor amigo? Maybe we get a break. What are you going to do? <laughs> I never told you I was an Eagle Scout. I'm going to try to do my good deed for the day. <laughs> Disgraceful, Jerry. The limousine should have been here half an hour ago. Oh, no, we're not going to wait for him. We can't miss the plane. I hope the doorman can get us a cab. Yes, I'm not taking any chances. You watch the baggage, and I'll try up at the other corner. Mm, yes, but what if George gets one? Ray, pick me up there, or I'll be back. Uh, Miss? Yes? You look uh, kind of lost. Can I help you with your baggage? Oh, th thank you, but there's no way to help me. The limousine stood us up. Ah. Can I get you killed? Oh, my, my husband's gone one way and the doorman the other to try to do that. I hope, gosh, I hope we don't miss the plane. Oh, you're taking a vacation? A cruise. <laughs> Sounds great. Where you going? Oh, uh, but two weeks in the Caribbean and uh, Central America. Oh, oh, there's the limousine now. Jerry? Uh, oh, oh, look, since you're walking in his direction, would you mind telling my husband we're all set to leave? Uh, he, he's the tall one with the uh, the trench coat and the glasses uh, right down the street. Sure, sure. I'll be happy to tell him you're leaving. What were you talking to the lady about? Oh, just arranging for the use of her apartment as the perfect spot to knock off your general. You told her... I told her nothing. She told me everything. Start the car. There's a lot to do in case tomorrow is cheating. What do we have to do? We have the perfect stakeout. Now, all we have to do is figure out how to get access to the apartment and how to take in the equipment I'll need. A man like Miller Fram, or whatever his true name may be, is impossible for the normal person to understand. He is a machine, cold, calculating, totally immoral. His business is to kill and to be well paid for it. What motivates him beyond money? I wouldn't care to speculate, but kill he must to preserve his reputation. Will he succeed this time? How can he be stopped? I shall return shortly with Act Two. In the time since we left him, Miller Fram has made many purchases, squired by the nervous young man who has been appointed as his go-between. 
Now, in a motel room on the post road, just outside the limits of Greater New York, he is unhappily assisting in the preparations for an assassination he was sent to arrange, but had never expected to participate in. Well, how's the plaster of Paris? There is too much for one small ice bucket, senor. Sure. That's why I got several. Hey, uh, what's your name? Jaime. Jaime? Okay, Jaime, come here. See, si, senor. I want you to take this. Uh, what is it? That is the stock of the greatest sharpshooter gun in the world, the Menlicher 756. The stock? Yeah, I stripped the rifle so I can smuggle it in, right? Uh, right. Well, look, pick up that crutch. Uh, si, senor. See, now, this is the barrel of the rifle, wrapped carefully in cheesecloth and oiled. It slips right into the leg of this crutch, see? Take off the rubber foot there. Good, good. Now we just slide it in there. Slide it in until it's rammed home. And, uh, uh, hand me a rubber foot. Uh, uh, see? Now it's secure. Now, you know what this is? It is a gun sight, I think. The finest telescopic lens made. You know where this goes? No, senor. Right inside the arm of the crutch. Neat. I see you have thought of everything. It's my business. Now, the tripod to steady the gun goes in the other crutch leg. The breech, firing mechanism, trigger, hammer, all inside the other armrest. Now, I'll show you why I'm wrapping this ace bandage around my leg. Give me, give me that gun stock. I, here, senor. Now, look, see, I'm binding it right to my leg with the bandage, okay? Now, when I'm finished... We're going to use that plaster of Paris to make a cast over my whole leg. But, senor, what is the reason for all this? Well, how can I get into a security apartment house unless I have an obvious reason? I'll be visiting one of the doctors in the building. Ah, ah. But uh, how do you know the apartment number? <laughs> you think I helped that dame with the bangs because I'm a Boy Scout? I read it off the tags. Estupendo. But uh, how do you get in? <laughs> if there's a locked door I can't open, I still got to find it. Okay, Jaime, let's make that leg cast. Prospect of a long sea voyage to give you a butterfly. Oh, I only wish we'd get started. We're an hour late. After four. What's holding the ship up? Search me. Maybe some VIP is late. Waiting always makes me so nervous. Want to go down to the cabin and do some unpacking? <laughs> well, we need to, some clothes for dinner anyway. I don't think it'll do any good. When I came up here on deck to join you, the steward still hadn't delivered our bag. You don't think anything could be wrong, do you? What could go wrong? I don't know. I'm just getting fidgety. I'm trying to think of all the things maybe we forgot to do before we left the apartment. <laughs> Come on, honey. We're headed for a two-week honeymoon in the Caribbean, and we waited three months to take. That's all we should be thinking about. Come on. I go buy you a glass of champagne. So we're ready to toast. Bon voyage when we sail. <laughs> I'll get out here. I'll walk around the corner. You want me to wait? 
No, no, you go straight to the phone booth and wait for my call. As soon as I'm in, I'll call you with the number of the phone in the apartment. Why do I need that? So we can stay in contact, amigo. But I would not want to call you from the house. The call could be traced, and the finger might point to me. Don't worry, Jaime. A local call on the unit system can't be traced unless it goes over five minutes. And we ain't going to talk that long. The only joker who's going to be fingered is your general. You are sure. I'm sure of everything, amigo. That's why my gun comes high. Here, hand me the crutches. Okay. Adios, muchacho. Afternoon, sir. Can I help you? Uh, no, thanks. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm beginning to get used to these things. Uh, Dr. Dumont's in this building, Lee. Ah, oh, yes, sir. You have an appointment with him? Are you kidding? In my condition? Sure. I'm due at 4.30. Oh, I... Sorry about the question, sir. Just routine. Yeah, it's all right. Don't apologize. Hey, I wish security was as tight in my building. Yeah, well, thanks for understanding. You know where the doctor's office is? Um, apartment 2A, right? That's right, sir. It's the bank of elevators right around the corner to the right. Mm-hmm. It's a self-service elevator, sir. Look out for the door. Sometimes it closes kind of fast. Uh, can you manage? Sure. I know. I know. This is Jaime. Oh, just wanted to be sure, amigo. What took you so long? Did you get in all right? It was a cinch. Door wasn't even double locked. But why didn't you call right away? Because I had things to do. Check out the joint, case of Fifth Avenue House. The stakeout is perfect. Can you see the windows of the General's suite? It is the only one with the balcony. Yeah, yeah, it's perfect. I'm right in the line, couple of floors above. I got the rifle all lined up already. <laughs> You know, it's a real cozy little pad. Plenty of food in the fridge, plenty of booze in the bar. Well, the less time I spend here, the better. And I have no more time to spend, or I will be late for work. Mm, check. Sooner you get back to the house, the better. Uh, senor, you must not miss. I never miss. Oh, uh, when you call, let the phone ring once and hang up. And wait exactly one minute and call back. I'll pick up on the third ring and you identify yourself. Why so complicated? I want to be sure it's you, Jaime. This is supposed to be an empty apartment, right? I take no chances. Somebody might find out it ain't. might have been our home away from home. Oh, Jerry, I'm just sick. I can't believe the cruise has been called off. And you heard what the captain said. But I didn't understand it. I didn't even know a ship had generators. What are they for? Run the lights, elevators, air conditioning, freezers, radio, you name it. Well, couldn't they have found another ship for us? Oh, honey, I'm sure you and the owners bust that gut trying to. It's going to cost them a bundle to return our fares. Stand us a free dinner and drinks on the house and... Fly us all home in a cup. But what happens to our holiday? Ah, we waited for six months for this one. We can wait a couple more till I can book us another cruise. Well, it's a good thing they never brought up our bags, so we never unpacked. <laughs> we fly back tonight? Why? 
Don't don't you want to? No, I'm so tired and let down. I just don't know what I want. No, that's not right. I guess now I can't wait to be back in our own apartment with nobody else but you. It is Jaime. Bueno, amigo. I can't talk long. The general will have breakfast at 8 o'clock tomorrow. I am to serve it. Okay. Just get him out on that balcony. I will try. But when you shoot, be careful. I only hit what I aim at, amigo. Now, so long as the gig ain't till morning, I'm going to feed myself and catch me a good night's sleep. Huh? I'll wait for your call in the morning. But, senor, in case I can't get to the... I mean... Bomba Jaime. He's calling on us, go. Coming, Gerald. I am deserted if I was late. It is not of such a matter. Do not excite yourself. Viejo only needs a little help with his boots. I am at your service, El General Easy. Then, pull them. General don't let it overwhelm you, my son. Ah, it, it's only, after all, a paper title. See, Ferrari, now the other boot. I hope I don't have to die with this on. Oh. Do you know when I was happy? When I was a school teacher? Well, I wanted to bring our people happiness and freedom. So they made me with a stroke of a pen, a generalife. And I must scheme to bring down that false prophet Esteban de Vasco. There'll be bloodshed. Why? Why? Cannot we work together to bring in Portabel peace and freedom? Hey, I do not know, Excellency. I am afraid neither do I. Come, help me into my tunic. I must not keep your uncle and the others waiting at dinner. Ah, I should not complain. Here, at least, I need not fear the assassin's bullet. Oh, Mr. and Mrs. Fuller, this certainly is a surprise. I thought you were gone for two weeks. Yeah, I guess everyone did, including us. What happened? Oh, something happened to the ship, George. The cruise had to be canceled. Oh, what a shame. I'll, uh, I'll just put your bags by the elevator and get someone to help you upstairs. <laughs> okay, George. We'll, we'll manage. You, you get the two small ones, Julie. I got okay. the big ones. Okay. Are you sure you don't need some help? Oh, we're all right. Thank you, George. Hey, I'm sorry about your trip. <laughs> we'll live. You better get back to the door. Yeah. You can't be too careful who you let in these days. Oh, one thing about being home, we always know we're safe. Oh, I am so beat. Me too, Bush. I just can't wait to flop you into bed. Look out for me. I'm the next body behind you. <laughs> Let's go. Have you got your keys? In the crook of my hat. Little finger. Once I got back. Well... Oh, you worry for nothing. The top lock was closed. Now for number two. There. Go ahead, hon. Can you get the lights? I got them. Oh, I'm so sad about our trip. 
But it is nice to be safe at home. I'm with you. Uh, well, listen, I'll take the bags right into the bedroom and... Jerry. What is it? Look. What's that thing on a tripod by the window? Huh? Or some... some kind of a gun. What? Jerry. Jerry, someone's been in our apartment. Maybe they're still... Okay, lady. Oh. Shut up. The same goes for you four eyes. One peep out of either one of you, and I blast you. Now, don't pretend that all of you listening haven't thought of a moment like this. Your blood running cold at the thought of an invader in your home. Feeling your heart begin to pump and race just at the idea. But here, Judy and Jerry Fuller face reality. The nightmare is real. I shall return shortly with Act Three. We are creatures of habit, aren't we? How many times have you started awake to think you've heard an intruder in the house? And how many times, without thinking, have you dashed out to make sure, knowing in your heart of hearts that there isn't really anyone there? But... Suppose for one heart-slipping instant there was someone there. Someone dangerous with a gun who threatened all your safety and security. What are you doing here? That's what I'd like to ask you, lady. I live here. This is our apartment. You're supposed to be off for two weeks on a cruise. Oh, how did you... You know that. Oh, Jerry. That's the man who offered to help me with the bags this morning. Hey. You've got a good memory for faces. Well, never mind that now. I brought you back. The cruise was canceled. The ship had mechanical problems. No. That's just too bad. For all of us. Now, look, look. If, if, if it's money you want... I want something, I take it. Now, that ain't the problem right now. The problem is... What am I going to do with you two? Well, well, look, why don't you just take whatever you want and go? We, we won't interfere. Oh, no, no. It don't work that way. See, you don't get rid of me. i got to get rid of you. Huh? We, 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 we won't be any trouble. Yeah? Well, we'll make sure of that. Come on. Into the bedroom. Uh-uh-uh. Ladies first. I want you close to hand. Turn on the light, lady. Yes. Okay, just keep your backs to me. Oh, please. But please don't shoot us. It, it stopped for me. It's my it's my baby. I, I'm pregnant. Judy. Keep your what? voice down, lady. I told you. I don't want no trouble here. If you hurt her in any way, Shut I swear. Ah! You too, lady. <laughs> I warned you. Turn around again, four eyes. My, my glasses. You knocked them off. You won't be needing them. Turn around. Please do what he says, Jerry. Okay, Judy. Are, 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 are you... Shut right? up. Ah! You killed him. I told you to keep your voice down. Your hubby is all right. I only stiffed him. Is that any serious? Yes, yes. My same basket under the TV. Get him. Yeah, yes, sir. Uh, what, what, what do you want with him? You'll see. Haven't you got him yet? Uh, here, 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 here they are. Right, keep him. Give me a hand with the big clothes. Uh, to do what? Pull him off. Uh, so just take the top sheet, okay? Yeah. 
All right. Now, make a cut along the edge every two or three inches. Um, what are you going to do? I ain't going to. You are. You're going to rip up that sheet in strips so I can tie the two of you up. There you are, lady. That ought to keep you from going anywhere. Did, did, did you have to tie us up? Look, if I promise yeah, I... Nah, kid around, sister. I can't take any chances. Well, at least couldn't you let me take care of my husband? That's <laughs> nothing. Just broke the skin a little. Just lie back on the bed there beside your hubby and relax. You see? Right. He's asleep already. What do you mean? have a concussion. I, I don't like the way he's breathing. No. He's breathing. Count your blessings. <laughs> What, what are you doing with that handkerchief? I don't want any noise around here that might attract attention just a precaution. Well, you can't gag him. He'll suffocate. Oh, please, all right. See, you, you talk too much, lady. Maybe that'll help you to stifle it. Good night. Sweet dreams. You don't mind if I turn out the light, huh? You won't be needing it. this morning. Uh, better say four to be safe. I want to thank you, buddy, for the way you leave me so much time to come up with things. You got time. Midnight. Four hours. What kind of wheel? Nothing special. Whatever your boy picks up, just so it ain't flashy. It's got to have keys. Where do we deliver? You don't. Just park it on Madison, opposite 4260 Madison. Put the keys under the seat. How do we let you know the car is there and what make it is? You don't. I call you back. What are you up to, Mill? You could read it all in the papers by the afternoon editions tomorrow. But then I'll be long gone. I love you like a brother, but do me a favor. Don't come back. as you can. That's it. If I can just get it in my teeth. Assassin. 
be stopped. What happened to my glasses? He knocked them off, but when he hit you the first time, down the floor, I guess. Well, I'm in the dark. I don't need him. <laughs> Can you scrunch around so you have your back to me? Like that? Why? Let, let me find your hand. that with you while you were still asleep. I couldn't dodge them. Maybe my fingers are a little stronger. Judy. Yes, Jerry. Just, just before he knocked me out, I, I heard you say to him that you were pregnant. Was that the truth? Yes. It's nearly four months now. What? Why didn't you tell me? I wasn't sure myself until three weeks ago or so. And then I, I didn't want to spoil our cruise. Spoil it? Yes. I know you. You'd have been dancing attendance on me like an invalid, fussing and all. I just wanted to have fun. A real holiday. And you missed that boat in more ways than one. Hmm? Hey, Judy, maybe... Maybe we should just try to play it safe. No. We can't just sit by and do nothing and let a man be shot down in cold blood. Maybe he deserves it. I don't, I don't want to take a chance on your life. Don't kid yourself. If that man out there assassinates whoever he's after, we'd be the next ones to go. He can't afford to let us live. We can identify him. Yeah. Well, then I guess we can't afford to let whoever his victim is die. <laughs> Buenos dias, Jaime. And I love the one, huh? Si, Gerardo. Will you have breakfast? Que hora? What time is it? It is five minutes after six o'clock. You may bring it to me after my bath. 6.30. Bueno. And since it is such a beautiful day, will His Excellency like to be served on the balcony? If it would please you, Jaime, por qué no? Why not? It's Jaime. Okay, Jaime. What's the word? He will be out on the terrace this morning. What time? 6.30. Good. 6.30, he will be killed. I want that second hundred grand deposited to my account number in Switzerland by tomorrow night. You must do the job first. <laughs> Once the pigeon is delivered, he is a dead one. What's he doing? He's on the phone. What's he talking about? The man he's going to kill. We have to move fast. It'll be at 6.30. We haven't much time. I know. No, the feeling's coming back. <gasps> Where are you going? Did you get that salt out in the bathroom? Yes, but I couldn't find any sort of a pail. I used the wastebasket. Now, while I'm getting this, take the scissors and cut off the line cord to my bedside lamp, the long one, right up by the fixture. Be, be sure to unplug it first. Okay. Got the lamp cord. What can I do now? 
have to separate the wires for about three or four feet and then strip the ends. Well, you'd better do that, Jerry. I can't see without my glasses. Now start in, and as soon as I do this, I'll, I'll, I'll try to help. Do what? I'm going to soak the floor rug just inside the door with this salt water solution. Why? Salt water. High school chemistry, good conductor of electricity. Now, let me see that wire. Here. Okay. Now, give me the scissors. We can strip it a little bit more. What are you going to do with it? One strand gets tied around the doorknob, and the other lies on that wet floor there. Then what? We pull the plug on the air conditioner and stick the lamp plug into the 220 socket. Then we coax the assassin in here the moment he opens the door and steps on that wet rug. He, he completes the circuit and enough of 220 volts slams through his body and knocks him cold. But then how do we get him to come to the door? Well, the one thing he's afraid of is attracting attention. Noise! Otherwise, he'd have killed us the moment we came home. So we start hollering like crazy. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, now? Well, wait a minute. Just give me a moment to make sure the wire on the floor is in full contact. Hello, honey. Honey, where's the general now? I have just told him I will be serving breakfast. Has he not come out there yet? No, no. But the minute he does, I'll have him right in my sights. He's as good as dead. I don't know. Wait, wait, I'll settle it. All right, all right. Shut up in there. Shut your mouth or I'll waste your... Pull out the plug, Judy. I got it. Okay. Is he dead? No. No, he's all right. Just knocked out. I was afraid he was talking to someone. You got it. I have his gun. Hello? Hello? Who's on this line? Whoever it was hung up. And I guess we'll never know who it was our assassin planned to kill. I'm not so sure. Have a look through these sights. I wouldn't take my eyes off this killer for a second. It doesn't matter. It was a nice-looking old gentleman, but he's gone inside. You call police emergency, Judy. Let them take it from here. I want to concentrate on booking our next cruise before it's too late. And I'm already a father. The Israeli raid that freed the hostages at Entebbe. Such actions lift the heart. Granted, force cannot always be answered by force. But wherever men are brave or resourceful enough not to knuckle under to terrorist tactics, the drive for reasonable action by reasonable men gains momentum. And the course of peace is best served. At least this one time, Judy and Jerry Fuller chalked up one for our side. I'll be back shortly. One note of caution. The bolt of electricity that arced through the assassin's body didn't kill him, but it easily could have. Even if the current had only been 110, never handle any electric appliance when the floor is wet or if your hands are wet. It isn't that we don't like our tails to shock you. We just don't want them to be the death of you. 
Our cast included Joe Silver, Patricia Elliott, Michael Wager, and Ian Martin. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. Me, smack dab in the middle of silence. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams.